This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. See Fasciola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome to Magic Drive Time. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. Monday, February 10th, we are presented, as always, by the International Diamond Center. Magic kickoff this last week for the All-Star break. The Atlanta Hawks in tonight. It'll be the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday night. 7 o'clock tip tonight. We're over on 104.5 The Beat, 6.30 for the pregame show with Brandon Kravitz. And then we'll be back on 96.9 on Wednesday night. With the Pistons in town. Busy week last week. Busy week this week uh, for the Magic. And to talk about that and a lot more, I welcome in my guest for the program tonight. He joins me in studio tonight, which I always appreciate. Nobody else wants to come in studio. Dan Savage is giving of his time. He's on his way down to Amway Center. He said, I'll swing into the RDV studios and say what's up, Dan Savage, from OrlandoMagic.com. Dano, how are you? I wouldn't miss being here for anything in the world. I I love the studio life. You love the studio life. What you told me that you like the best about the studio is how I get to dress when I'm in studio. You are decked out in your Magic Game Day gear, and I'm wearing a shirt from Homage uh, that pays homage to NBA Jam. It says Boom Shakalaka on it. So at least I've, at least I got my basketball gear on. No, much more comfortable than the <laughs> suit that I'm required to uh, to bring with me to Amway Center. Somehow I think if I sat courtside in a Boom Shakalaka shirt, Somebody from the PR staff may say something. Probably. To me. Well, uh, the funny thing is, Dante would would be like, "Yeah, that's that's who Jake is." I I, I don't know what you expect. That's my <laughs> guy. Uh, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe George would have a little bit of an issue with it. Uh, let's see. Sort of limping into the All Star break. Obviously, um, you know, you don't want to go back and rehash the Knicks game because that was very disappointing. The Bucks game, you played well. It's a it's a really good team. Milwaukee is right now, and and look, it's. Tonight is going to be a tough game to get. Wednesday against the Pistons. These are, you know, subpar teams, all things considered. But with the way the Magic are playing right now, you can't take anything for granted. Still very banged up. The DJ Augustine injury is obviously, um, it's been, you know, a, a, a real killer blow to this team right now. But if you just lock in and do what you need to do, don't turn the ball over like we saw midway through last week. Keep rebounding and try to get a hold of Trey Young. You should be okay. But as we've seen so far this year, Dan, Trey getting a hold of Trey Young is very difficult, especially for this Magic team. No, no question. And when you have a guy that could pull up from nearly half court and knock down a three, uh, it's really hard to contain him. Just ask the New York Knicks last night as Trey went off for 48 in overtime. Uh, I watched all that game, and he continues to become more and more impressive in electric and crunch situations. I thought you know, as impressive as the 48 points was the fact that he went 16 of 16 from the free throw line. Wow. And he hit some clutch free throws that forced overtime and gave the Hawks an opportunity to win. So what you have to hope for from this Orlando Magic team is, look, we've been in some situations where we've played difficult second night of Mm back-to-backs. You're hoping that this Hawks team by halftime is a little bit gassed. Those legs are a little bit tired from having to play some extra minutes against the Knicks. Because, hey, at the very least... And even evidenced by the two-minute report, we're owed something from the Knicks. Yes, yes <laughs> so that's very true. The least they could do for the Orlando Magic is uh, take that Hawks team to double overtime. We're going to have the same officials as we had on Thursday night? That'd be nice. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- with this Magic team, with where it is right now, you know, I, I, I think we understand fully. It's uh, the, the defense is the identity of this team. And the offense is going to be kind of spotty. But, you know, we've said this all year long. 
it doesn't matter if you know Vooch is rolling or Terrence Ross is rolling or Evan Fournier is rolling or none of them are rolling. It, regardless, when the ball stops moving, that's when this offense goes sideways. And it's simple, I think, to say, just got to keep moving the ball, just got to keep moving the ball. But I think what you see is at times, you know, you'll be locked into a really tight game and then everybody just sort of has the tendency to want to do it themselves. And you understand kind of the human nature behind that. It's not like it's coming from a selfish place. It's coming from a place where I'm trying to help my team out. Somebody might be having an off shooting night, but they just can't afford to do that, especially until you get DJ back and you have some semblance of normalcy. You just got to keep probing offensively right now, and that can be tough to do. No, no question. And I've really looked at that difficultly because, and closely, because you see it as a reoccurring theme with this Orlando Magic team. And you know, I've tried to pinpoint it, but it seems to be coming up as a result of multiple factors. I think one is you have rotations that keep shifting. Yes. And some players that are playing naturally out of position. You put Ken Birch at the four, things can get a little bit awkward at times. He's not a guy that you're necessarily looking to rotate to the, the ball to at the three point line. You're more looking for him to screen and, uh, you know, free other guys up. I think secondly, the the ball stops moving in some situations where the ball's moved effectively. They've gotten an open shot two or three possessions in a row, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's not working. Maybe I should be the, the one open to shot get, didn't fall. The open shot didn't fall. I'm going to try to put the team on my back a little bit and and get us going offensively, and that just seems to exacerbate the issue. Mm. And then you see two or three guys do that in a row. So I don't think it, it's not a situation with this team because. Look, they have excellent guys in the locker room where guys are trying to be selfish and get their shots. You see that on some of the other teams throughout the NBA. I don't think that's a problem with this Orlando Magic team. So I think where they just have to get to is being comfortable enough with their teammates, trusting enough in their teammates, that if we just pass the ball and continue to move and shift the defense, eventually those shots are going to fall and the offense is going to start getting flowing. As Evan Fournier said in practice today, you know, you have one of those games, and all of a sudden it's like the floodgates open, and you have a few games in a row where you start shooting over 50%. We saw last year, uh, and I wasn't here last year, and so I, I want your take on this. You know, Cliff keeps saying rebounding is has been an issue all year, and and it's pretty tied in. When the Magic out-rebound their opponents, they win, you know, 66% of their games, and vice versa when they get out-rebounded. And I think you can go back to injuries a little bit, obviously, not having Jonathan Isaac, Al Farouk Aminu, um, affects that. I mean, they were without a position, right? There's no yeah. power forwards, essentially, with the way the injuries have gone so far this year. But Cliff said last week, he said, last year we were hit first, and this year we are not hit first. And I'm wondering, with, a, with, with basically the same group of guys, how do you, like, inject some physicality into it? I think the all-star break's going to help. I think you come back, you know, everybody's kind of just worn down right now, physically and mentally. But how do you sort of spark some more physicality when it comes to hitting the glass? It's not it, it, it's not something that you know you can just say okay you know go out there and be tougher. Um, but the, but they need to be. No, no question. I think it's one of those situations too. Last year there was that sense of urgency mm. where that during that stretch the Magic felt like they had to win every game in order to get to the playoffs. I think a little bit with having a cushion beneath them in the eighth seed essentially while it helps them uh going into the playoffs because it's you know they're three games up uh, I think from a game to game urgency standpoint it may be hurting them a little bit because there's not not like we have to win every night or we might not make the playoffs I think that 
while it's not something that's front of mind, maybe subconsciously affects you a little bit, but they did have that uh, dogfight mentality. Our backs are completely against the wall. And what that team really did that was impressive was they went into the all-star break strong, and then that momentum carried after the break. They took advantage of some of those teams that may have already started a vacation. So to me, these next two games are going to tell me a lot about this Orlando Magic squad. Can they recapture that hunger now that things that gap's closed a little bit yeah. and Washington's knocking on the door now, Chicago's right behind them? Or are they going to let this thing get a little bit closer than they should? Because, look, you're, at, you're facing a Hawks team that's on a second night of a back-to-back. Although they're offensively dangerous, you're at home, you should get this game. And same thing with Detroit. They just underwent a, a major shift in the focus of their season and their future by trading Andre Drummond, they have to look at things a little bit differently now, too. So these are two games that this Orlando Magic team needs to take, and if they could do that and be effective in it, I think you have a much different feeling heading into the All-Star break. Talk about that toughness, that sense of urgency. I think those are a couple things that James Ennis is going to bring. I mean, if he's known for anything, it's kind of that dog mentality, kind of a little MCW-type player. I covered him for a cup of coffee in Detroit. Quiet guy, but works his butt off. Um, Good physical, you know, sort of tangibles. Uh, He's long, he's quick, he's going to defend, he can knock down the corner threes. I don't think Magic fans should expect him to come in and change everything around altogether. But when you're talking about needing, you know, needing that spark and needing some fresh blood in there, I think he could really help out. No, no question. And if eventually he could help limit the amount of times the Orlando Magic have to play players out of position, mm. I think that's a huge lift just simply right there. And then add to it, he's another veteran body. He's been in playoff races before. He knows what this situation's about. He has grit, as you said. Look, what this Orlando Magic team lacks right now is just consistent shooting. Yeah. And over stretches in his career, he's been a very consistent outside corner three shooter. Uh, so if they could just get the toughness and help add to that grit, you know, something they lost a little bit with Jonathan Isaac going out for, you know, an extended period of time, I think that helps. The knocking down of the shop, the team desperately needs that. And they need guys to be playing in their natural positions. And if they could get some of that out of James, I think that trickle-down effect helps everybody. Uh, no question about it. Um, that's a it's an interesting point about sort of having guys kind of settle back into their roles or what their roles were supposed to be defined as when you started the season. Last time you were on, I'm not sure if, if we talked about this, but as far as the trade deadline went, as we were approaching it, I was sitting there going – you know, the team's kind of struggling right now and might be good to, for for kind of a major move to ruffle some feathers. Same time, I, I wasn't sure it made a whole bunch of sense to really shake up the roster because we've barely seen what this roster looks like <laughs> as it was constructed in the summertime because of all the injuries. I think when you, when you spin it forward and you say, you know, these are the guys that we want in place and we want to see what it looks like with El Farouk Aminu, with Jonathan Isaac, without Vooch uh, missing however many games, with the ankle early on in the season, it makes sense. It made sense not to do anything drastic uh, to hold on to your guys. And yes, it's, uh, you know it'll be ideal if you can make a playoff push and get back in this season. But when you think about it long term, like I want to know how these things fit together. No, no question about it. And look, not every deal happens at the deadline. A lot of times there are deals that are maybe happening at the deadline that then get pushed and happen on draft night. Yeah. So you, you never know. I'm sure Jeff and John will continue to evaluate those things, but. What I think a lot of people overlook, and you you hear fans say, "Oh, what it, what is a James Ennis deal really going to do?" Look, th- these sometimes making the big move actually hurts a team for that particular season yeah. because it's such a period of adjustment 
when you're inserting a, a big high name player who's going to drastically change the way you play. And don't tell me that a small move can't affect a team. You look last season by adding Michael Carter-Williams, and I remember when that deal was done, there were critics who said, what is Michael Carter-Williams going to do for this team? Well, he injected a lifeblood and a style of play that helped propel that team to that 22-9 finish. When you look back at the Orlando Magic Finals team, there was criticism, is Rafer Alston going to be able to fill in Jameer Nelson's shoes? People were looking for a bigger-name point guard. Well, that Orlando Magic team then you know, found its way into the NBA Finals. So you could have guys who may fit the quote-unquote smaller uh, type of deal have a major impact. We've seen it here in Orlando, and it happens throughout the league. And we've also seen some of the big you know, names, big splashes, uh, have a reverse effect for a while for on sure. a team. And when you're a team that's talking about being on the, you know, right on the verge of the playoff bubble, um, you know, maybe the deadline's not the best time for the deal. But, you know, that's where you have to trust in Jeff and John because they've really taken the right focus, which is we're going to try to win now, gain experience, and for the young guys, develop that core, and then make moves that are only going to assist in developing that young core or fitting on the same timeline as the future. And that was what they did last year with Markel Fultz. They saw an opportunity. They gave up very little. And now look at how big of a piece that Markel Fultz is to the future of this franchise. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point with Ennis. You know, you're looking to him to maybe provide a bit of a spark and some toughness like MCW did last year, but then also to kind of settle things down um, as far as playing guys in, in the position that they were probably originally intended to play. So we'll see how that shakes out uh, tonight and Wednesday night and then certainly for the rest of the season. Hey, guys, spend a dream come true night at the famed Cinderella Castle Suite. Dan Savage is interested. You and three guests have a chance to win this priceless experience, complete with flights and theme park tickets. Show your support for the Orlando Magic Youth Foundation. Enter for your chance to win. Visit omaze, that's O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash castle to enter today. More Magic Drive Time with Dan Savage from OrlandoMagic.com. Jake Chapman here with you. It's 96.9 The Game. Back in a flash. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, pack the Amway Center and cheer on the Magic as they face some of the biggest names in the NBA. Show your pride for Magic above all and don't miss the biggest matchup of the season against teams like the Brooklyn Nets, New Orleans Pelicans, and Boston Celtics. Be there live when players like Kyrie Irving, Zion Williamson, and Kemba Walker come to town. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. See big games above all. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. Roof. 
Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168, equal housing. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. This is DJ Augustine of the Orlando Magic. You're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando's Sports Leader, 96.9 The Game. Oh, DJ, come on back, big fella. Hope to have DJ back right after the All-Star break. Certainly uh, ready to see his return. Jake Chapman, Dan Savage here with you. Magic Drive Time here on 96.9 The Game. Getting set for the Magic in the Atlanta Hawks tonight. 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 pregame. That'll be over on 104.5 The Beat. And then the final game before the break, this Wednesday night, the Detroit Pistons in town. And, Dano, you and I have not had a chance to talk about the trade deadline and uh, what happened around the league. It was funny. Everybody I had on uh, my Magic Weekly podcast or any of the national guys that I spoke to said, yeah, it's probably going to be a pretty quiet trade deadline, you know, <laughs> with the summer of 2020. Uh, you know, it, it, not a great free agency class this summer. Everybody gearing up for 2021. Uh, 20, but... You know, for instance, the Detroit Pistons, it was not a try it, uh, quiet trade deadline for those guys. They trade away Andre Drummond, who's basically been their entire franchise over the last nine seasons or so to get back um, some underwhelming return, I guess would be the best <laughs> way to put it. Um, obviously a big deal for Clint Capella. We'll see him tonight. What were your reactions to the deadline, and did anything catch you completely off guard? Uh, nothing caught me. Well, I, actually, I would say the Drummond thing. Caught me completely off guard. I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. And then when you're looking at it, you're like, did, 
did I get this right? Is there other pieces moving from Cleveland? Like, what's going on here? Especially for a guy who is so inserted into the Detroit franchise. Yeah. And you know from your time covering up there, you know, just how big of a piece he was for them and how they viewed him internally. So to see him go out of town and, and that's, it's got to be a tough sell. And, you know, they, they obviously probably have some vision of where they want to go with that, but uh, that couldn't have been an easy day, you know, inside that building because we know how much he meant to him. Even if they're making that deal, he still was a, was a big piece of that franchise for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it was, it was weird. I kind of had a sense that, that they were ready to move on in some capacity, um, but I, I assume the market would be a lot bigger than that. Now, granted, like you know, I think ideally for them, they just wanted to make sure they didn't take back any bad money. And when they started shopping him around, I'm pretty sure other teams said, we don't have any promise that he's going to be anything more than a three-month rental. So they might have been a year late on doing that shopping. Um, but for any player, and Andre was, you know, I, I know his limitations pretty well. And I think there are some things that probably bugged management about him and, and coaching staffs about him. But... He's a generational rebounder. I mean, he's one of the literally one of the best rebounders we've ever seen, uh, and he's a great pick and roll player. So he never got to that next level defensively. But I thought the market would be much better for him around the league. I think it kind of speaks to where the league is now, where if you're a, a big man and you can't stretch, then I mean, you're you're you are limiting a team on offense. And you know, it's a pick and roll league, and if you're rolling every time and there's no pop threat. Um, then, you know, there's a, a select few teams who, who want you to be a part of their offense. And I, I would guess the most surprising thing about the Drummond thing for me is just that when I thought you have Andre Drummond and Stan Van Gundy paired together, I thought that that was going to, you know, bear higher returns. Yeah, me too. I thought that <laughs> he would be, you know, in the defensive player of the year conversation year in and year out and be towards the top of the league in rebounding year in and year out. And, I, you know... You'd have to talk to the people closer there of why that you know never fully materialized. But that's from the outside looking in on their situation. I thought that they were going to have that piece locked up for a long time with those two paired together. I would say the the other you know deal um, that was like the most unsurprising to me would be the D'Lo Wiggins deal. I mean, yes. we had just seen that. We've been planning that since last summer. It was almost like why didn't. <laughs> You know, uh, how, how has it not happened yet? Way. Yeah, but uh, you know, obviously, timing with contracts and all that stuff, you know, play a major factor. But I, I like that deal for both teams. I don't know if it'll translate to wins for Minnesota. But look, if that's what your superstar player wanted, and you're choosing Carl Anthony Towns as your superstar player, which I totally respect, Piscataway, New Jersey native, shout out, you know, hometown. <laughs> but you know, I, I totally respect them for doing that. Getting him a guy who he feels he has great chemistry with, you know, they come in together, what have you, uh, you can't put a value on that. And you're in a situation right now where you're Minnesota, where you're floundering. This is this is a good move for you. You could set the re- reset button and just breathe life into your franchise. And it might work immediately. I mean, most teams getting off a player like Andrew Wiggins, that is, okay, we're going to take back bad money, we're going to do picks, we're going to try to rebuild, mini-rebuild, around a Carl Anthony Towns, whereas for all we know, you know, immediately um, that could take off on the floor. Those are two very, very talented players. And they won their first game yes, since they did. the trade, even though that D'Lo wasn't involved in it, but they still still won some life breathed in there. 
And I, I, I am a fan of Wiggins. That's what I was going to say. Role. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, look, he may not perform at the level that his contract, it, it, you know, people associate. And he with. may never be the the number one pick. He Correct. may never live up to those he, expectations. He, that may not happen. But if he is essentially Harrison maybe, Barnes, exactly. That was exactly where I was going. Where is he? Is he maybe a Harrison Barnes, slightly improved in some areas of his game? When you talk about next season that you have, you know, Steph Curry coming back, Clay Thompson in there, Draymond Green, if he fits into that role, that's huge for them. When you have those type of guys already, the the franchise changing players that they do, just adding that type of athletic piece where hey, look, if randomly he has a game where he goes off for 35 and he's fully into it, awesome. If not, he's just doing those little things that they need him to do as a role player. That's great, and that could put him on the verge of another championship in a in a shifting Western Conference next season. And people worry about the money, but what they've allowed themselves to do is with this year, now they're developing young, cheap talent, and they've got guys like the Pascals of the world who can fill in the cracks who aren't going to be commanding big salaries. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it did make a ton of sense for both teams, um, and obviously not very high expectations for either team this season, but those two guys uh, and those two teams looking forward to the future. He's Dan Savage. Thanks for stopping in. Appreciate it. It's on Twitter at Dan underscore Savage. My name is Jake Chapman. Back tomorrow with another edition of Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Vamos Magic! Just announced, reggaeton duo Joel and Randy will be coming to Orlando on Saturday, March 21st to perform post-game at the Orlando Magic's Noche Latina presented by Fairwinds Credit Union. Witness the magic as they take on the Sacramento Kings at Amway Center and then stick around to see the Puerto Rican-based duo as they perform many of their top hits. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com slash Noche Latina.